You are listening to Why Men Cheat by the Big Mind Podcast. Um, do you not feel that there's some uh, difference in our actions on a wide scale? You know, that's generally accepted. That's um, even though that there's exceptions. Of course, nothing's black and white. All men don't act this way, and all women don't act that way. Um, but that the fact that my, there's this general idea that men tend to be more promiscuous, men tend to have a lot stronger sex drive that, that could, you know, tends to not be uh, satisfied by one woman. And there's always the talk that men always cheat and men this and that and the third. But do you, could you agree that there may be some, some truth? to the difference in our biology that leads to that in the sense that women, um, when it comes to reproduction, your structure, your structure totally different. Y'all, the biggest thing right off the, the, right off the gate is y'all carry the child for nine months. That tends to roll over into child rearing as well. The, parental investment from the mothers usually far higher just just y'all i mean like i said you get a jump start right out the gate just the fact that you have to carry the child for nine months you have to give birth to that child you're already way ahead in terms of the parent parental investment involved in uh birthing a child and raising the child and that that influences your behavior somewhat um, in the sense that all that and then also because of that it limits greatly limits how many children you guys can produce in a lifetime so typically one child per year roughly unless you have twins or triplets and but so many back-to-back that you could sustain in, in a lifetime. So that is far drastically different from a man. A man, in essence, could have thousands of kids, thousands of kids in a lifetime. So back to how that influences our actions. Um, it makes a lot more sense for a woman to be more selective, more reserved, more careful in picking who she has sex with. Because ultimately, I feel like on a subconscious level, the intent is to procreate uh, our DNA, our our genes, um, our species. It's built. It definitely is built into us. Just like it's built into us to uh, to be hungry, to have a taste for food, because we need the food to survive. And that urge, that hunger to secure food and to and to to eat, it it uh you know it feels that that cycle. If we didn't, it'd be a whole, I think it'd be a whole nother story. It's just like sex. We have the urge for sex because if we didn't, I mean, how long would it, our species might've died out before we stumbled upon the fact that we had to put this thing in there in order to create another, you know, another one. But, um, so the sex, the sex, sex drive, the urge of course is built into everyone in that sense, but it being a lot stronger in men, it makes 
it makes more sense. And for it to be less strong in women, it, it makes sense because over time, as we evolve, it wouldn't make sense for the gene to have a stronger sex drive. It, it, it wouldn't solve any real purpose in history because once you're pregnant, it, it makes more sense for you to find a, a, a man that you believe will um, stick by you in raising that child, who will support you, who can procure the necessary resources to provide security and comfort. It doesn't make sense for a woman to sleep with several men, um, you know, on and on and on. It does in the sense that there's other reasons to have sex, of course, like pleasure and things like that. But as far as a deep biological ingrained uh, urge or trait, it, it makes a lot more sense. Just, but just by that point, the parental investment involved by a woman to be uh, to have a totally different approach. Now, whereas with men, over hundreds and hundreds of years, we've evolved in the environment where the more kids we had, the more we spread our legacy, our DNA, our our um, um, you know our last name, our family, our heirloom. Um, things like that, even back in a time where literally to have kids meant building your village, building your your resources, your manpower, things like that. And do you think that we went hundreds of years with a deep uh, subconscious and biological necessity to have sex and to generate or to produce as many offspring as possible, then all of a sudden... Now it's just doesn't exist. You know, that ingrained urge that's different, far different because of far less parental investment involved. The fact that men could have like 10, 10 kids a day, really, in, in essence, it would structure his urges far differently. It, 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 it's not to say that there's no benefits of being more selective and being more reserved. It's just that there's no biological, there's actually biological reward to having a higher sex drive um, in men. And there's far less reward in a woman because once you find the one man that will support you, it doesn't make sense for you to go out and have sex with a thousand other guys. That would actually um, hurt your chances of keeping that one guy who will stay there for you, for your, uh, to support you and your, your kids. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think that a strong sex drive and a resistance to um, settling down with one woman is is very natural. I don't think that it's necessarily right, especially in an environment where that's it, it doesn't really uh, there's no real purpose in having as many kids with as many people as you can at this day and age. But I do also believe that a lot of things have evolved over many, many years that although it's not necessary now, what it, would, what it takes is strong reconditioning, strong um, uh, making up of the mind to do something different for a, a particular purpose, even though that urge is in you. Um, because it evolved over many, many years for a very specific purpose. And 
the attractiveness part uh, is just like with many things in life. People tend to, even if they want something, if they feel that they can't get it, if they feel that they don't have what it what it takes, or it, it's very common for people to then not want it, you know, or to make up their mind that, oh, I don't want that. You know, I never wanted that anyway, you know. Um, you know, say they they want to be a basketball player and they're just not tall, they're not fast, they don't got hand-eye coordination. They may end up, you know, changing their mindset to one that where, you know what, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I didn't like basketball anyways, you know, because we, we do that uh, to protect ourselves. So I think that with those things in place, it's a lot, uh, it's very understandable for a guy who feels that women don't like him, you know, they think he's ugly or, you know, they're not attracted to him. He may not completely, you know, uh, not want to pursue sexual relations, but he may very well redirect majority of his focus um, to where he's like, eh, I'm not really worried about that. Why go out when you know nobody's looking for you, you know, um, to clubs and things like that, you know? Granted, yeah, there's other reasons. You go out have drinks with your guys, but a guy who's attractive, who knows every time he goes out, girls are going to pay attention to him. Girls are going to come up and talk to him. You know, girls are going to chit-chat behind, you know, in the corner about him and things like that. It, then... It's, good. it's very easy for him to, a lot easier for him to fall into his natural urges and desires and instincts. And like I said, I agree with you that people can go against that. I think people should in in many ways, but I, I, I think that it's something literally that you'd have to, in that, in, you know, under those circumstances, you have to fight that urge. And you have to, when you make up your mind or have a reason, that's why with me, it's not really willpower. It's, it's the fact that I haven't, at this point in my life, I have really no reason, you know? I'm not, there's, um, I don't know. The only reason I, I want to tailor that, that habit more, a little more, is because I want to go farther in life than I already have. But I've, I've done pretty well for myself, you know? So it's not like I'm out here just messing my life up and I can't get it together and I can't, I don't have the willpower. Um, th there's really not that much reason for me to not uh, entertain a sexual relationship when I when I want to. If I want to have sex, I'm, I'm going to. Why wouldn't I? You know, at this point in my life, it's not to say I can't. I don't understand the benefits of changing that, or that I'm not able to. It's just, you know, it'd be like saying you don't have the willpower to not. Um, cook. Why, why wouldn't you not? Why would you not cook? You know, um, maybe you could use that time for something else. If you just ordered your food and then use that time to build a business that maybe it'd be profitable and that you would uh, succeed. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have the willpower to not cook because you just it, it doesn't the risk does not weigh the reward in that sense. Just like with me, that the risk of having sex that doesn't outweigh. I don't even know what reward there would be to, of not having sex. I guess more like I said, same with cooking. 
more time to do other things, you know, but which I make good time for as it is. That's why even people I do deal, deal with all the time, they're like, oh, you don't text back, or oh, you don't this, and oh, you don't make enough time. That, that's, that's right, because uh, I, I do put, I do have priorities, and I do put those things first um, most of the time, but just like any, anyone else. Some, sometimes I, I cut corners, you know, or I'll go hang out or spend time with somebody when I, I technically could have been doing something else, but I want to. I want to spend time at that, at that moment. I do want to have sex at that time, and like I said, if I wasn't attractive, then maybe I'd get tired of trying so hard to secure those that type of relationship, you know, or those type of interactions with people. Going out, what what am I gonna do? Go date, rape, drug people, you know, in order to accomplish the same thing, you know? I'm gonna go out there and just really, really try to persuade women and really, I guess, the gift of gab. Like maybe I'd get it. It require a lot higher of an investment in order to accomplish the same the same thing you know and then then I might eventually develop the mindset that you, you know what I, I don't need that you know I'm, I'm bigger than that you know I've got prior I got other things in my life that's more important when, when I find that that woman I'll settle down then you know I don't need all these women you know so but I did de- I definitely think it makes a lot of sense even sex in general of course is built into us you know it's it's natural and it's the the reason we're all here and it makes sense for it to be a lot higher in men because of our biology because of evolution so yeah that's my dissertation on the subject but that's just my opinion also it's just my view um for sure but i think understanding that too especially for women a lot of times i try to explain it because i think women go through a lot of trouble processing that and they're like why are guys like this and they think that guys are just all tainted and i i don't think that guys are tainted i think it's natural to to be that way and that just like other aspects of life we have to whenever the purpose is strong enough we have to overcome it you know it's just like violence and to uh conquer your neighbor to uh, increase your chances of survival or security or things like that, or you need their resources, you know, when it comes to like war and and things like it's it's natural. It's it, animals do it. We there's nothing really in nature that doesn't follow some of those same um, guidelines or behaviors or patterns. It's just that we evolved to a point where we can then overcome that. You know, we, uh, just like with sex, we don't need to populate our village anymore. You know, and uh, most people just do it for enjoyment. And when we find that the one who is, we find more purpose or reason in building that relationship and, and having trust in that relationship and having commitment and dedication to one another that that in, in our lives overcomes the desire to have sex with multiple people you know at simultaneously or in the same time period and things like that so and, and then even even when that that time comes like i said unless you have things that 
greatly limit or make the investment in order to have sex with most multiple people way too high, then you're going to have to exert an effort. You're going to have to make a choice. It's not natural to just not have sex, you know, or to not entertain it or not to pursue it. And even like you said, you can be taught otherwise too. But if you're taught to do otherwise, it doesn't make it not natural. You know, it's, it is natural. You're just taught to curb it or to, you know, keep it within uh, whatever whatever limit that your parents told you is right or, you know, don't have sex with more than one girl at a time, you know, until that's, you're in that situation, don't start another situation. Or some parents might say, have fun until you define the one, you know, you're not, you're not sing, you're not uh, in a relationship until you're married. Or, this is all different perspectives or levels of conditioning by your parents or by society but I, I think in general the, the the basic urge is natural and it definitely makes sense why it'd be a lot higher in men than in women.